Welcome to The Wind Down, an afternoon podcast where two techie blokes sit down over a bowl of wine and chat about what's happening in the world of tech. Enjoy while Scott and Nick open up about their week in technology. Well, good afternoon, Scott. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Wind Down, very, very first episode of this podcast. My name's Nick Bojard. I'm here with Scott Atkinson. Say hi, Scott. Hi, Scott. <laughs> very good indeed. Um, so we were sitting together and we thought, what a great idea to have a podcast, because we, we sit and have wine every now and then. What a good <laughs> idea to have a wine, sit down, have a chat about what's going on. We're in a pub. I'm going to let Scott talk about the wine and tell us what pub we're in. We are in the uh, Crow's Nest Hotel this week, which is very close to our office, uh, so it's a, it's a good place to go to to start. The um, the wine is actually a bottle of uh, St. Helens, which is actually not a bad drop for a pub red. I've noticed during the whole uh, the COVID environment, the uh, the selection has become a little less, and the uh, the sort of the more premium wines have been harder to get, but um, there's still good wines to find. No, awesome. And um, we're not really here to talk about wine, are we? Because I know you can go on about that for hours and hours and hours. We're here to talk about technology. What's our topic today? I believe today we're going to cover some of the uh, the video conferencing experiences people have been having. Well, how relevant is that? We've had video conferencing all over the place. We've had people using Zoom, Teams, WebEx, um, all sorts of old-fashioned junk. Facebook, I see, have brought out a video I, conferencing solution. I've got a Blue Jeans invite today. A Blue Jeans invite? What a crazy name I, I once did that with adobe so there's a there's a, and you can tell we're in a pub there's background noise but um they're, they're quite happy to see us but anyway so give me a view scott um i've used teams i've used webex not for years i've used a bunch of others what's your favorite uh, look at, at the moment i'm actually having a lot of fun with teams okay um it's it's still got a way to go and you can sort of see that but for especially if both sides are on teams it's it's a very good experience okay mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so that's that's um, so. If you've got a customer who's got proper Teams, what about on Apple or all those things that people moan about, or even on the mobile phone? Yeah, look. So on, on the Teams client, it actually works quite well. Um, there are some limitations if you're not running a Teams client, such as proper screen sharing and um, some of the remote control features are not there if you're if you're in a browser. But um, look, it's it, the number of times you need to do that is limited, and, and it's. It's been very easy, especially from the security point of view, knowing that you've got a secure environment. It's already authenticated because you're logged into Office 365 and away you go. Uh, We've been able to take that to a lot of clients as well. We've got them using it. We've now got them contacting us on on Teams. And um, some of the... uh, some people who you think, well, they're going to have a real hard time with this. Um, after a couple of goes, they're sort of, well, they're off doing it themselves. And you sort of, hey, this, this is great. Teams is something I found that our customers are really used to, as you mentioned. But all sorts of people can now use it. People who are real technophobes are now saying, let's do a Teams meeting. And that's really because of COVID, right? Oh, look, it, it is. And the fact that it's already there and it just happens to work, I mean, the majority of cases, uh, yeah, it's... It's easier. Look, there are other solutions. This is not something that says, hey, that's, that's the only one out there. Um, but in some cases for the average person, when they just want to talk to someone or get a video shot of you know, what's happening at the other end, um, simple is often the, uh, the, the best approach. So, uh, yeah. Okay, so let's talk about some of the others. Let's talk about Zoom. Now, I know I spent a while, I was working at an educational establishment, and they asked me to see if I could Zoom bomb or hack into their meetings. And, of course, that's not very difficult. What's your view on Zoom? In a corporate setting and in a home setting, what's your kind of feeling? Uh, look, I, I think Zoom has come a long way in their in their last ninety days of security. Uh, the, the the fact that they've updated over a hundred security features just sort of says that 
it's really becoming a more established product. But it also says that three to four months ago, it had a lot to go. Now, there's still a long way to go there. It's, it's certainly um, easy to use and it's easy to subscribe to. Um, it's good that it's uh, free for some people. And I've been on Zoom, um, Zoom sessions quite a lot. It certainly works very smoothly. It's very easy to use. Uh, I'd like to see it really getting that security under control. Um, security means different things to different people. Uh, for a lot of people, it's just sort of, uh, it is what it is, until they actually have an issue, at which point it becomes very important and then they really understand what's going on. Um, but you've also got to be careful about, especially in corporate environments, what are you really doing and what's the environment you're doing it in and, and are you really doing the right thing by the organisation? Okay, so so we're kind of coming teams is good for corporates and, and businesses and, and Zoom's good for kind of at home and more loosey-goosey things. Let's talk about other things. Obviously, the king of this used to be WebEx and now we don't really hear about them. I hear they've got latency issues in Australia. I just saw a report today actually that said uh, they, they won the latency or they, they won the highest latency award for uh, for usage um, look I, Webex has always been that sort of uh, larger corporate environment platform it's been the um, you can get it in you can set it up but gee there's a lot of effort and in some cases a lot of cost now that works well for larger organizations where they can control all of that and it's it's all in place but when you start to to look at all the smaller organizations about how much control have they got what can they do how do they easily manage that it's probably not the right fit um, and you see where as um, where others are coming in the market going hey we can make that easier and we can that's zoom came along um, others and teams have come along from Microsoft and they've done that so yeah awesome now we haven't talked about Google Hangouts and Google Meets that's there too what, what's your thought on that one I know you've used that one as well we've, we've used the uh, the Google platform quite a lot uh, in, in in the past uh, and, and recently too to be fair it's um it, it it's good it's it's good it's uh, for something that's sort of, it's in a browser, click, click, away you go, it, it tends to work, and it works most of the time pretty well. And and if that's what you want, it, it's there. Um, does it do everything for everyone? I, I don't think it's really there yet. Um, I think the biggest issue I see across all the platforms at the moment is the um, interoperability, where you've got, oh, client A uses, uh, for example, Hangouts all the time, client B uses... Um, Teams, Client C likes to Zoom, and how do you bridge all of that together? And you find that, yes, they all have some sort of a client that runs or whatever, but then you get all these different versions of everything on, on these end machines and trying to manage it, and then one day you're in, a, client, uh, you're in a, a session that uses these controls, another time you're in a session that uses those controls, and that's why the, the easier these things are to use, the more they're going to be used. Okay, cool. So ease of use is important, security is important, setting up is important. How about cost? Um, so let me see if I get this right. You have to tell me if I get this wrong. So Google Meet is part of G Suite. So you pay for that as part of G Suite. Teams can be part of Office 365. Uh, I'm pretty sure now it's included in just about every package. Now, there's a free version as well, I saw, that Microsoft have released in the COVID time. So, so for at home and things, there's a free version of Teams. Zoom is free if you don't want to be secure. It's, so it's free, including up to about 40 minutes at a time of, um, of session, or 40, 45 minutes. Um, initially, when all the security enhancements started coming in, the encryption, uh, that was initially only in the paid accounts. Uh, but I believe now they're actually rolling encryption down into the free accounts as well. And look, that, that's sort of interesting because if you look at the scale and the size of the number of users that have now picked up Zoom, for example, 
um, and they we're in the hundreds of millions. But you sort of look at that and go, well, how many of those are free? Yeah. And how many of those can they really convert into pay? And I, I wish them all the best um, to, to do that. Uh, I do just wonder how much it really costs to run when you're talking about hundreds of millions of free accounts. <laughs> no, you've got a point. <laughs> hundreds of millions is a lot, no, no matter what you do, no matter how much is peer-to-peer. So I'm going to take a brief interlude, right? Well, let's talk about the pub. Where are we today? Oh, well, this is Crow's Nest uh, today in sort of uh, the northern parts of, or just a little bit north of North Sydney. Uh, nice area, nice uh, nice little uh, establishments around here, good coffee shops, good little pubs and winery sort of locations. So, uh, yeah, it's a bit cultural, a bit easy to get to, not too, uh, not too busy. Well, especially not in the last few months. <laughs> no, no, for sure. And this is a nice drop of wine again. Let's talk, talk about the wine a little bit. Let's do that. We'll get back to tech, but let's talk about the wines from the Barossa Valley. So it's a... Um, this particular uh, bottle, and uh, we tend to stick on the uh, stick to the reds more than anything else. But um, this particular bottle, actually from uh, St Helens, yes, Barossa. It's um, it's one of their lower end ones. It's uh, called uh, Garden of Eden Shiraz. It's a 2018, so it's actually a recent drop. Uh, it's it is quite hard to find the the, the more uh, the the slightly older and the perhaps the the more matured wines at the moment. But this is a fairly good commercial wine, and you know for. For a pub wine, it holds its own. It's uh, it's not something you're going to um, sort of make a funny face out of when you take the first drop and then wondering if you've just ordered the wrong thing or if they've accidentally poured petrol in your glass. But um, no, no, it's uh, yeah, it holds its own. Awesome. So we've done the pub, we've done the wine, we've talked about um, Zoom, we've talked about Google Meets, we've talked about WebEx and their latency. Latency. Now, now I know we're two techies and we bandy these terms around all the time, but why don't you give us an overview of what does latency mean? So uh, latency is really the time between sending information and then receiving your response back. Now, if you think about, here's two of us, 1.5 exactly metres apart, <laughs> talking. We uh, are. We, we are. Um, and if I talk, you can hear me pretty much straight away and you can respond pretty much straight away. Let's say you were in another country and I'm yelling down a pipe to you and you've got to wait for my communication to get to you then you think about an answer and then you spit it back obviously that takes a few more seconds either way to get there sort of thing so latency in video conferencing is really the delay that you're seeing between how quickly the images are refreshed how quickly the data is getting back and forth okay so that that gives a poor experience if it, it yeah. feels unnatural right it, it does and uh for i know that for some of the global organizations that that we deal with they um they run their phone systems out of the US, for example, when they've got representative offices here in um, in Sydney or in Australia. And you see that, oh, I'm getting this call from the US. Who is that? Oh, that's this person down who's literally five kilometers down the road. Uh, and I'm talking to them, but the call is getting bounced off the US and back again. And it really sounds like it. And, uh, and so, so I remember this. If I was in the US and I phoned someone from my Sydney phone, it was great. But if they phoned me, they obviously went all the way to Australia and all the way back, and there was this horrible delay and kind of echo, and that's latency, right? That's exactly what it is. You've got to wait for the data to go around the globe a couple of times. Okay, well, we're not going to get a lot of that now because we're all in lockdown and we're not going very far. But <laughs> there you go. So they're letting the data out of Victoria right here. <laughs> Once it's been virus scanned. <laughs> <laughs> Superb. I, I like that one. You see, see, a half a glass of wine and we're anyone's. Um, so we, we've talked about those. You said earlier blue jeans. Yes. I'm wearing a pair. What are blue jeans? Oh, okay, so blue jeans is another video conferencing uh, company. Um, it used to be available through Telstra here. 
may even still be. I haven't followed it that closely. Um, I seem to remember they did split off though. But um, it's a it's yet another video conferencing solution. They've they've had a good go at the market. They were popular for a while. Um, I didn't. I've only found one organisation that's actually used them. Okay. Uh, strangely enough, and we're using that next week. <laughs> So I can't tell you a lot about it. I, I do know Adobe use it. I've been on calls with Adobe. I'm, and they've, I'm sure they've got some clients. <laughs> one or two, one or two. Um, years ago, there was this big hype about this thing called Cisco Telepresence, where yes. they built these big video conferencing rooms with all these screens. And yet I see pictures of our, our, our prime minister in a telepresence room on a Zoom meeting. Yes. <laughs> Whatever happened to Cisco Telepresence? Oh, look, it, it's still there. And there is certainly a place for that level of uh, experience. Uh, what you've got to look at is, uh, for, think about a, a long time ago when we actually had copper phone lines and analog phones and so forth. Um, that was a very clear sort of real signal. Mm-hmm. And then along came this, you know, uh, along came the old um, the, the Skype concept where people started ringing each other across the internet. You know what? It worked pretty well. And... People were relatively happy with it. It was very cost-effective, but it was across the internet, so the, the, the quality of the call wasn't quite there. And maybe there was a bit of a gap every now and then, and a little, little bit of a stutter or something here and there. But uh, but it worked really well, and for the price, people were happy. That's cool. the whole thing with today's video conferencing experiences. Um, 99% of the people are happy with something that actually works relatively well. That's not a specific number I've got stats for, by the way. But, <laughs> but if you think about it, the majority of the people are quite happy for something that just tends to work relatively well and that gets by, that's great. The, then you get to the telepresence style thing where that really is a high-def, crystal clear, low-latency design solution and it works really well. And you pay for it. And you pay for it. Okay. But there are scenarios where that really fits the environment. So if you're an organization in small and medium business today and you're looking to do video conferencing because everybody is, we're kind of thinking you can't really go past Teams, can you? It, well, look, if you're going to have an Office 365 account and Teams comes with it, why are you actually looking for something else? Is there something that it doesn't do? I mean, what, why are you trying to make life harder for yourself? If you're going to a different solution, that's okay, but you're now in control of what is the security in that solution? How do I manage it? How do I control who can see it and who, who can't? And where's my exposure? And unless you're doing that level of IT, you probably should just not go there. Sure, sure. Okay, so that's a, that's a really high level, 130,000 foot view of, of all the video conferencing tools we can think of over a glass of wine. So Scott, um, I'm sure most people who listen to this podcast probably know who I am. Tell us a little bit about you and what you do and what your company is and those sorts of things. Okay, so um, I guess I've been around in IT for well, quite a quite a while now. Um, early days in IBM back in uh, the sort of late late eighties, early nineties, and then uh, we uh, both myself and uh, and Jim Jim Cantor, we we left and we actually created a company called Netforce. We were around for quite a while. We we built that up initially doing um, professional services, then then managed services from about the 1999. I think it was our first managed services contract. So we've been doing that for quite a while. Um, so we sold that company um, to a nice little global player in 2010. Did a bit of work there. I've also um, following uh, the the end of that particular um, deal. We did some work in uh, in big air locally here to to build that up, and that eventually got sold, which is great. Then um, yeah, we decided, um, having tried to do this retire thing twice and twiddling my thumbs every time and going, well, now what now what do I do? Uh, it's all very nice sitting on a beach drinking mai tais, but after a while you sort of work out there must be more to life than this. And uh, yeah, we 
we got together and um, some, some old names and some new names and um, we formed Tribe Tech. And that was in 2018 and we've started building that up, doing a, a modern managed services approach, really looking at the structures of how do we make businesses efficient? How do we not focus so much on, hey, this is a cute router, maybe we could use that, more of what's the most efficiently managed router we can get out there or, for example, um, router's probably a bad choice because we don't actually use them anymore, but... Uh, yeah, and uh, we've, we've got a whole um, package of solutions now that are really easy to deploy, very cost-effective for, for organisations, uh, yet good for us from the managed service provider as well, and let's organisations focus on what they actually do best. Brilliant. So how do people get hold of you, Scott? Uh, start with the website, uh, tribetech.com.au, T-R-I-B-E-T-E-C-H, uh, or, uh, yeah, that's probably easy. Brilliant. Okay, so that's the first wind-down. Um, hope you've enjoyed listening today. Hope it's been an interesting experience. I hope you have a brilliant rest of the day. And remember, if you're looking around, um, the um, St. Hallett seems to be a nice pub wine. Thanks for listening today. Have a great day.